and we're talking about abundant life in Christ. Now we know that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. And there is no other God but Him. And it is only through Jesus Christ that we can receive abundant life. Yes. And I want to ask you a question today. What is an abundant life? Does it mean that, that you're uh, wealthy? It's your possessions, your education. What is abundant life to you? Is it money and the things that money can buy? Is that what we're talking about today? Is it? Anybody? Is that what abundant life means to you? No, when we talk about abundant life, we're talking about a, a vast amount of different things. It could be money, it could be health, it could be anything that you need. Anything that you're needing in your life can be abundant life to you. If you are sick unto death, to be made well would be an abundant life to you. Now Jesus has come to give us abundant life because he's a good God, a loving and merciful God he is. And he wants to bless his children. We are his children. God is good. And when abundant life comes, he, he wants us to prosper. And he wants us to be in good health even as our soul prospers in this life. We are his children. And we don't have to be sick and ill, be in illness and, and lack and slack. We don't have to be that way. Because God is a healer and healing belongs to us. Yes. Healing in every area of our lives. That's what Jesus yes. came to do. Yes. To heal us everywhere that we hurt. We can be hurting financially in our pocketbooks. Yes. Not enough money to pay the bill and, and, and losing our house or our car or whatever it might be. Yes. We may be lacking in that area. But Jesus came to heal every area of our lives. No matter what it is, our sick children, our, our husband that is, is, is doing all kinds of things and, and carrying us through things in our lives, our neighbors talking about us or anything, it could be anything, but Jesus came to give us an abundant life, a prosperous, a healed life in every area that we need healing, amen? In our minds, our bodies, wherever we need healing, Jesus came for us because he loved us just that much. To not leave us in our mess, in our messed up world, he came for us, a good God, faithful and loving God in all his ways. We can have a much more meaningful life, a life filled with joy and peace. One that will, will make us truly feel like we are living. A lot of times we don't even feel like we're living. We're going through so much in life. You feel like you're dead. You know, life just throws things at you. You know, but Jesus wants us to have the best. That we feel like we're living. He wants to give us a good life in him. Christ does not promise monetary riches, no. But he tells us we, we are rich in him. That's what he's talking about, rich in him. 
in his riches. And, and, and when we are rich in him, there is no lack. There's no end to the riches in Christ. You see, there's everything we need in Christ. But more than that, he promises us happiness and peace, contentment in him. Our hearts and souls and our minds can be at peace if we seek him and listen to him and follow him. He'll give us all of that if we seek him first and his righteousness. The Bible is full of incredible assurances that God will protect and provide. We see this in the scriptures. Not only that, his provisions will be generous and wonderful. You know when Jesus blesses us, it's an abundant blessing. It's more than enough. That's how good he is. He doesn't just give us what we need for that, that particular time, but he gives us more than what we need. That's how good God is. And he knows our heart's desire. And he comes and he blesses us above and beyond what we could imagine or think because he loves us and he's a good God. Amen. 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 We serve a good God. And I can look back on his blessings. And he blesses above what I thought or wanted. And he just blesses. That's how good our God is. And he does it for each and every one of his children that will believe upon him and take him as their Lord and give, give him their life. We serve a good God. Psalm 16 and 11, that's one of the, the Psalms we're talking about. And it says, you will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand, there are pleasures forever. That's Psalm 16 and 11. It says that he will make known the path of life for us. And in his presence, in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. We're full of joy in his presence. He makes us glad because of who he is. In his right hand, there are pleasures forever, forever. The Lord will show you what to do. And then he'll instruct you how to live. That's how good our God is. He'll show us how to live. He has the wisdom to guide you down the right paths of life. You know, sometimes we, we don't know where to go or what to do. We don't know where to turn. But the Holy Spirit will guide us and lead us the right way to take. Because if we didn't have him, we'd veer off the wrong way. We don't know where to go. But when God sends the Holy Spirit, when we pray and ask God, the Holy Spirit will show us the right path to take. That's how good our God is. Our God. Jeremiah 20 and 13 says, Sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord. For he has delivered the life of the needy. From the hand of the evildoers. Do you hear that? We sing to the Lord and praise the Lord. For he has delivered the life of the needy. From the hand of the evildoers. There are evildoers. People want to do evil towards you. And, 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 and do you any kind of way. They don't want to see you succeed. 
the needy people that need help. I look at, at Trump, how he, he stopped um, a lot of the people um, from getting more food stamps. He cut them off. And, and, and these are, a lot of them are needy people that don't have, you know, they live and, and they wait for, to buy food for their children. Some of them are sick. Some of them don't have jobs and they, they have children and they need the food stamps or whatever their, their, their substance is from the government. They need that to make it. Some people don't understand. Yes, we're supposed to eventually do better for ourselves and, 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 People that have money, they don't seem to understand. But when God gives you much, that means you have much to give. You should be giving more. When God blesses you, you should be giving back, giving more because God has blessed you. You know, and that should be in everybody, but it's not. Some people don't think that way. They don't have compassion. It seems like he doesn't have compassion for poor people. Donald Trump. John 8 and 32 says, And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That's John 8 and 32. You can look it up when you get home. These are just some of the scriptures that pertain to abundant life and living in Jesus Christ and letting him lead and guide your life. And it says that that. The truth will set you free. And the truth is the word of God. When you know the word of God, it'll, it'll give you truth. And you won't go the way that the world is telling you. You won't fear because the truth will set you free. You'll know your, your benefits and the promises of God when you read his word and study his word. The truth will set you free. The truth will let you know that you don't have to be sick because of what Jesus did at the cross for you. That you are entitled to healing. That you are entitled to your healing. That you don't have to be sick because of what Jesus did for you. You have provisions. The truth will set you free. And then when you receive the truth, then you stand on the word of God that says that you are healed. I'm healed. I am not sick. I am healed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And then you speak that healing upon your body and declare it because Jesus said so in his word and his word is truth. Amen. Amen. Don't dwell on your problems for we know we can instead rely on God and find peace within him. Don't worry about the problem. Find your peace in Jesus, in Christ. And we find that in him. As Christians, we can focus on God's promises. In our hearts, we know that God will never forsake us. We know that in our heart. And it will help us to face obstacles and problems in life because we look at him. We look at Jesus. We find our strength in Jesus. And then we, we, we call on the, the, the scripture and the words that says in him, he will not forsake us, he will not leave us, and he'll be with us forever. Knowing this truth makes our lives much easier. It makes us more confident, and it will give us a freedom in him when we know this, when we look at him. God is a good God, and he did not come 
to give us fear or, or, or mistrust. He came to give us a, a, a blessing in our lives, a blessings of healing and health and life, good life, abundant life. Psalms 1, verses 1 to 3 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law we meditate day and night. He is like a tree. We are like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. In everything we do, we prosper. We become like trees planted by the rivers of water, it says, because we are blessed, because we walk not in the counsel of the wicked. We stay away from the wicked people. And we do not stand in the way of sinners. We leave the sinners alone. We don't have to deal with that. We don't hate them. But we do not live in the way of the sinners and the wicked. Nor do we sit in scoffers. And scoffers are those people that, 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 that scoff you, that talk about you, and, and put you down and say, you can't do this and you can't do that and, and bring Bring all of that negativity. No, we don't sit in the presence of those people, the scripture tells us. But our delight is in the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord. The word of God. We, we look at the word and listen to the word of God. That's where our delight is. And on the law and on his law, we meditate day and night. That means we meditate on the word of God day and night. We let that word roll over and over in our minds when we're laying in our bed or eating or sitting in our cars. We let the word meditate. We meditate on that word. I am a child of God. I am loved by the Lord. I am more than enough. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb. I am above and not beneath. My body is healed from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Yes. We have to meditate on his word. Meditate on his word. The Lord says I'm healed by his stripes on Calvary's cross. He died for me on the cross that I didn't have to be sick. That I could be healed when I get sick. That everything is taken care of because of what Jesus Christ did. We have to live live the word. Study the word. Speak the word upon our lives and upon our children's life. In our homes. Even on our walls in our homes. We should have some scriptures up in here. Like some of these scriptures of amazing grace. Be thankful. Put some words of healing in your house. I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. Put words of healing. Put the word of God in your house so you can look at when, you, when you're in there, when you're going through something, when you're facing trouble or, 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 or something is trying to get you down. You build yourself up in the Lord like David did. Encourage himself in the Lord. That's what we have to learn to do. We don't have to live any kind of way. We're talking about abundant life today. Abundant life. 
That's what Jesus Christ came to give us abundant life. And we can walk in it as children of God. We don't have to be lacking in anything. We may not have everything we need right now, but we have food to eat. We can walk and we talk, thank God. We can do those things. We can smile. We can say a good word to somebody. We can let the joy of the Lord come in. We have a roof over our head, thanks God. God is blessing us day by day. What we don't have today, he'll bless us to have tomorrow. All we have to do is wait on the Lord to move and stand on his word. Don't doubt, don't fear, but believe God's word that we are more than enough and that he loves us and he's going to bless our lives. And we can ask for what we need in this life and Jesus will supply every need according to his riches and glory. He's a rich guy. He has everything. So what do you want? Ask him. Ask him for what you want. God is a good God. Good God. Faithful and loving God. Amen. Amen. God is good. Without doubt, God is absolutely faithful and keeping his promise. Whatever he promised you. He's going to fulfill it in your life because he's a man that does not lie. He's not a man that he does not lie. He's going to fulfill all of the promises that's for your life because uh, over in, our, in Jeremiah, it tells us that he has a purpose and a plan for our life, a purpose and a plan for us, and he's going to do it. So as you are confronted by difficult situations in your life, in the coming year, whatever life brings you as you're confronted with it, commit yourself to seeking the Lord. Make a commitment that I'm going to seek the Lord more and more for my life, no matter what, what obstacle comes to you, what problems you may be having. This year, say, I'm going to be more committed to the Lord in my life. I'm going, to, I'm going to do better in praying and spending time with him and speaking encouraging words, not only to myself, but to my neighbor and to those people that are hurting and to those people that don't know him. Make a commitment to yourself to do better for the Lord and to, to get closer to him. And God will help you to get closer to him. God will, will, will lift you up above your situation that you won't even know your own self because he'll, he'll, he'll take you and he'll just make you brand new. Somebody you, 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 you don't even know. You didn't even know you could be that way. Put you in a higher place and you'll be speaking the word and the word will be all in you. Coming out to other people, telling about you. And God will begin to change your life. To mold you and make you into the image he is. God is a good God. And that's what he wants us to be more like him. God is a good God. A good God he is. Good God. So focus on him. Focus on the Lord. And let him use your life to the fullness of it. And embrace his word that you uh, in the Bible, that you find in the Bible, in the verses. Make a commitment and embrace that word. Let that word get in your heart. And, and, and just go down in that heart. 
in your heart. And when you when you come into a place in your life where you don't know where to go, what to do, that word will just come up. You'll start speaking the word of life on yourself. And you won't even know where that word came. How did I know that? And God's word will come up and give you life. That word will come up and give you comfort and peace and strength in your time of need. That's how that word of the Lord will work. Because the word works by itself. We know that. The word of God works by itself. God is good. Isaiah 58 and 11 says, And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters do not fail. Ain't that something? You'll be like a scorched place and the water will just refresh you and spring up. Yes. Taking away the dry places of your life and the dry bones. That's what I preached on last week. Dry bones. Yes. It'll water those bones and the bones will come alive. And it'll rise up and, it, and, and you'll be like a spring of water. Like the, uh, the woman at the well, when Jesus approached her, the woman at the well, and asked her for a drink of water. And he told her, if you knew who you was talking to, and in me, if you want to drink of water, if you drink of me, you will drink and you'll never want another drink of water. Never thirst again. Never thirst again. And you'll be like a spring of water where you, the water will well up in you. The word of God is a spring of water. You'll never run dry. You'll never thirst again for anything. That's how the word works in us. And we just got to put that word in our hearts and meditate on that word. God is so good. The more challenging the path before you, the more problems you have, the, the harder it is, the more he will have to help you. Listen to God. Giving attention to how the Lord is directing you is essential to your walk. You have to listen to him. Pay attention to where he's leading you. Don't just go any kind of way, but listen to the Lord. Listen to his word. A lot of times we react. A lot of times we won't even listen to, to, to stay long enough on our knees to hear him speak. So when we pray, when we're in our quiet place and we're praying for instructions or praying for help, we have to wait and listen to the voice of the Lord. And then we pay attention to what he's telling us to do. Don't go and do something your own self, your own way, because you think you know where to go. No, listen, listen. A lot of times we don't listen, then we mess up everything. I've done that many times before. I want to do it my way, the way I think it should go. Not listening to the voice. If I had just listened and paid attention, God would have worked it out much earlier. Or he would have worked it out better for me. But when we mess up, we got to go all around the thing again. Go through some more trials and tribulations because we want to do it ourselves. So we learn. We learn through going through. We learn through our trials. It's a test. And we learn. We learn to go. And it's so good because we can go back to the Lord. Go back to him. Even when we mess up, we can say, Lord, forgive me for my sin. Forgive me for not listening, God. Teach me 
how to serve you in spirit and in truth. God will teach us the way to go. And he always forgives us. That's the good part. He always forgives. He always takes us back. He's not like man. He's not like a man that says, no, you done did it that way. Don't come by me no more. I don't want to be bothered anymore. I told you what to do. Get away. No, God always says, come. Come. Come to me. God is a good God. Loving, faithful God. If you never discover how to hear his voice, you will never be able to trust him fully or grow as a result of what he's doing in your life. If you don't learn to listen to his voice, you won't grow. You won't fully understand what he's saying. So you have to listen. He is growing you like a beautiful flower. We grow in him as we listen to him, as we follow him. He's growing us like a flower. You know how flower opens up and it blooms? A rose is closed up, but it doesn't come into the full maturity until it opens up. And that's how the Lord does us. We're closed up, but he opens us up to the world and for the world to see the beauty that he's put within you. And you'll be full of his glory. Full of his words and his, and his characteristics when he gets through with us. When we listen to him and follow him. That's how good our God is. We become beautiful flowers. Romans 12 and 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Amen. Do not be conformed by this world. The world will take you and the world will try to form you into, and mold you into what the world wants. Yes. Yes. The world is the devil's yes. workshop. Yes. That's the devil's place. Right. Satan's territory. And the world will take your little mind, just like you get on these uh, Facebook and all these other little computer social media things, and you, you see all kinds of things going on, yes. the pornography, yes. the this, the that. The world will take your little mind and have you thinking that's the way to live. Mm -hmm. Even for the poor little children that's on it. My granddaughter included. She just loved to be on the Instagram and all that. Keep telling her, put that stuff up. Listen and see what's around you. Stop looking at all of that, you know. She wants to communicate with her friends. But there are deeper things in the internet that are, are just dark and black and evil. That, 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 that's just out there. The world will take your mind and then it will conform you. You, you, you. you start trying to benefit people and do what people say to make them feel right. No, it's not about the people. It's about the Lord, your God. That's who you please. Not the world, not the people. And it doesn't matter what people say about you. What matters is what God says. And what is the truth. And what is righteous living. What God wants us to do. Not the world. Romans 12 and 2 said, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, our minds have to be renewed, and we can renew our mind every day in Christ. Yes. We can pray every day and ask God, Lord, take my mind, renew me, 
God. Renew me, refresh me, God. I desire you, Lord. You're my savior. You're my refuge. You're my strength. You're my everything. We renew our mind daily in Christ to remember who he is to us. And we are not to forget that he's our Lord, not the world, not the boss, not the doctor, not the lawyer, not our children or our husband. No, the Lord is Lord of our lives. And he can renew our mind daily. We go to him and renew ourselves in him. And it says, by testing you may discern what the will of God is. What the will of God, what is good and what is susceptible and perfect. By our minds being renewed, we can discern. That means we can, can when we discern something, that means that we can see or understand what is good and acceptable and perfect in Christ. That's how we live. And God will show us what is good and acceptable and perfect. That's what Romans 12 and 2 says. By the renewing of our mind. By the renewing of our mind. Accepting Jesus Christ is our, is our heart's cause. In our hearts. Causes us to be completely transformed. When we accept Jesus Christ in our heart, it causes us to be completely transformed. We are given an entire new outlook on life because we suddenly have the most powerful, loving God on our side. We, we see Jesus is on our side. And then he'll renew us. When we are tempted by the lies of society, our minds and hearts lose sight of what is important. We forget about that when we look at the world and society. What's important? We forget what's important. And the word of God is important. We get taken away from the word of God and instead begin worrying about the wrong things. When we look to God, we see what God, that he's good, and perfect. We see what's good and perfect when we look at God. Not looking at the world. That's distractions. The world brings distraction and, and, and things that's not even important to us. We're about the wrong thing. Things that we cannot even change. I see people getting so upset because of the weather and, and, and Trump and yes, he's a mess. And yes, the world is, is, is the, the climate changes and the, the weather and stuff. Yes, we see all that, but we belong to Jesus Christ. And he's going to take care of us. We are in his hands. We are safe in the hands of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Whether the world blow up or not, tomorrow we are safe in Christ. Because we have taken him as our Lord. If you have taken him as your Lord and Savior, you need not fear what tomorrow brings. Whether you're here or there, you'll be with the Lord, Jesus Christ, your Savior. So you don't view things like the world view and get all upset and hysterical. No, we trust God. We trust God. And we can say that when we go through, I trust God. I trust him. I don't understand, but I trust God. I trust him. And I lean not to my own understanding, but in everything, I trust him. I trust him. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. God is a good God. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. If you are, a, 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 are in Christ, you are a new creation. You're not the same anymore. You're not the same old person anymore. I don't care what people may say about you and what you used to do. I don't care. I don't care what they say about me. It doesn't matter. Yes, I did all kinds of stuff. You did too. But that has passed away. We're in Christ now. And behold, all things are made new. We are new creations now. So we're not going to even worry about what the world says or what the world thinks. We look at Christ and what he said about us. And he loves us and he's for us. And he's taking care of us. We are his child. We belong to the most high God. A God that is rich. A God that will supply every need of our lives. God is good. Before someone finds Christ, they are likely to have an empty void within their heart. Those that don't know him, they're void inside. Our emptiness. They might try to fill it with alcohol or drugs or, or, or a man or a woman or something similar. They try to fill that void. They don't know what that void is, what they're feeling. But that's an emptiness looking for a savior. Jesus is the answer to that void. He comes and he fills us with his presence. And he makes everything right when he comes in. He changes our hearts and our thinking and our Everything is changed when we find Jesus Christ. We serve a, a good God, a feeling God, an awesome God that has no lack or wanting in him. A God that has no shadow of turning in him. He is a righteous and loving God in all of his ways and every way that he is is a perfect way. A perfect way in him. So that's who we look through. That's who we go to. We go to the rock, which is higher than we are. Mm -hmm. When someone chooses to accept Christ, they are reborn. That's why you hear people say, are you born again? The old people used to say that in church. Are you born again? And some people couldn't understand what that meant. How can you be born again? You know, someone said that in the scriptures. How can I be born again? How can I go back in the womb? Yeah. When we meet Christ and he comes into us, we are reborn. We are made brand new because of what Jesus Christ did for us. We are given a new clean slate to start life anew when we are reborn in Christ. God filled us, filled us up to the top with a new beginning in our life. God is so good. God is good. God is good. And we have an opportunity when God fills us. Opportunity for a righteous life, a changed life. 1 Timothy 6, 18 says, They are, they are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasures for themselves as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is truly 
life. That's what it is when we find God. We come into, uh, uh, it's a new future ahead of us. And we want to take hold of that life, that new life in Christ, that abundant life. That's what we're talking about. Living an abundant life is only possible through accepting Jesus Christ. One way we can, can, can live the Christian life and absorb all the blessings from Christ is by generously sharing the treasures of God's loves with others. Mm -hmm. We have to share this word. Share what God has done for us. Then we can live truly an abundant life. We can't just hold on to, to this goodness all to ourselves. Jesus wants us to spread the gospel. And to those that are hurting and lost. You feel good by what Jesus has done for you in your life. Share that goodness with others. So that they can receive life and abundant life. Through Christ, through knowing Jesus Christ. You know, you don't have to be on the pulpit preaching, on a stage preaching. No, you can preach and just by talking to someone in the grocery store or, or, or sharing the gospel with somebody or what, about what God has done for me. Or, you know, God has blessed my life, you can say. I used to be sick and I, I was going through, but the Lord healed me. Let people know that it was the Lord who healed you. That was the Lord's doing. The things in life I see sometimes when people come to you and say, Oh, you did a great job or you did this. I always say, that's the Lord's doing. That's the Lord's doing. Because it is the Lord who makes things possible in our lives. He makes everything possible. We're nothing without him. We need his strength. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my refuge. He's my everything. And we should learn to speak that to everybody we meet. Let them know how good God has been to you in your life. And this helps us build a strong relationship with Christ. One where we can more easily rely on him, trust in him. Where we can more easily uh, spread the gospel to others. It gives us power to speak his name when we start to, to give the credit to him. Is that the Holy Spirit will come in and the Holy Spirit will give you a, a way to speak to those that you couldn't normally speak to because it'll give you more confidence in yourself. And, and it'll build you up where you were once weak, excuse me, where you were once weak. Yes. You know, when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, it, it, it allows us to do things that we couldn't normally do. The Holy Spirit was left here by Jesus Christ for us as a comforter. And it, he leads us into all righteousness. He guides us. And we have to, to, to take our benefits that God has given us and to use the benefits that Jesus Christ left for us when he left this place. He left us with power and authority through his word. And all we have to do is read the word. Take him as Lord. Let him come in and use our lives to the fullest. Let him use your life. That's all you have to do. Let him use you. Surrender all to him. Let him come in and take over everything. Everything. Jesus loves us and he came to give us a full life. A life of peace and joy in him. 
a life of healing, prosperity through Jesus Christ. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And we were lost. We were a lost cause. We were dying and going to hell in sin. But Jesus came. Jesus came yes, to give us life and healing. He came to set us free, yes. free from sin. He came to heal the brokenhearted and to set the captives free. Jesus sets the, slave, the slaves free. He sets us free from the things that hinders us from being all that God wants us to be. God has given us power and promise to live our life in him. So walk in the power and strength of God and use the provisions and benefits that Jesus has given to us with his finished work at the cross. God's divine power is within you. It's in you. The spirit of God is within you. And you must trust God for everything. Trust him. You must believe that God is. And God will set you free from all the guilt and the weight of the world that you're carrying around with you. Let go of the sin and let Jesus heal you everywhere that you hurt. And live your life to the fullest in Christ Jesus. Give Jesus your life. Repent of your sins. And let him in to take control of your life. In Jesus Christ there is everything that we need. Freedom, peace, grace, mercy. And he will supply every need in our life. And we can live an abundant life in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Bless your people today, God. Bless your people, God. Let this word get into our hearts, deep into our hearts, God, that we may meditate on it day and night, God. Renew our minds, God, in you. We serve you with our whole hearts, God. So teach us your ways and how to pray, God. Teach us your ways. We desire to be like you. Bless, heal, deliver. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Clap of praise in the house today. God is good. Amen. 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 And I'm so thankful.